welcome to another episode of Badass Banking. And I'm proud to stand in front of my, my fancy handmade mahogany wall. You know, I don't know if you know this, you know, I, I actually made this myself. Yeah, you're an artisan. That's what I've heard. Today I'm with, uh, this is actually fabric. I got it from a company called Anyvu, anyvu.com. I'm going to post information to them and I'm going to charge them for this video. So, so today I'm with uh, Derek Sutton. Derek is the VP of marketing at AutoBooks. Every once in a while, I call it Autodesk. I don't know if you're familiar with the company sure. Autodesk. Sure. Do you, do you get that? Yeah, we get that. We get audio books. We get um, audio we actually, books. Yeah, we had um, we actually had a person walk up to us at a conference one time and was trying to make the connection between the books that are like the the service manuals inside of car glove boxes and banking. And was kind of like sitting in our booth saying, "Why would a company that makes books for automotive industry be at a banking conference?" So. There's yeah. probably a reason someone's trying to make money somehow. Yep. So tell me a little about the company. I mean, you know that I've been following you for a long sure. time. We, we've been friends for, God, I think it's 10 years now, you know, yeah, at least. your McCoy Meyer days and I followed your career and I know, you know, what I've been up to causing trouble. Tell me about auto, you know, tell, tell me what you go, auto books is really up to. Yeah. So auto books stands for automated bookkeeping. So the original premise and idea and really, you know, still, still to this day, much of the strategy behind AutoBooks is to better engage micro and small businesses directly with their financial institution. And so we do that by offering cash flow management tools, automated bookkeeping capabilities, financial reporting. But most importantly, we offer integrated receivables that basically uh, are the tip of the spear into that experience. And so, you know, with COVID, especially now, but really as the industry's moved online, Businesses today need to get paid online. They need to have digital, you know, tools to send a digital invoice or link on their on their website or just send a text with a secure payment link. Get paid by their customers, and you know we're we're bank and credit union friendly. We're financial institution friendly, so we integrate directly inside the existing digital banking channels of a financial institution, so that a business owner can do all that through their financial institution relationship. And when they get paid it goes right back into their existing checking account at that financial institution. Yeah. So, so it, it, it removes the friction and uh, it, it allows that small business owner to get that precious capital sooner than later, which yeah. is obviously a big challenge, especially now. Um, do you think COVID has really escalated the, the, the need for digital uh, of the community banking space? It's, I mean, my impression is it sure. has, it's sure. been a reawakening for them. You know, it, it's been an interesting year for us. Uh, we came into the year very bullish on um, our market presence and where the market was going. And, um, you know, this, uh, the pandemic, obviously, as a growth stage company was a bit unnerving, you know, and we were, uh, you know, kind of on, on, you know, like not firm footing, we're venture backed and, you know, it was a bit uneasy. And then we quickly found that we were actually, you know, high, in high need uh, because, of, because of the fact that you could no longer get paid in person and you needed to get paid at a distance. And so what happened was there was actually a, a McKinsey, Bank of America, and some other analyst firm put out a, a graphic that I've used widely through this year that in the first three months of this year, uh, we've onboarded the same number of people into e-commerce as we have in the past 10 years. So basically e-commerce penetration has equaled 10 years worth of growth. So think That's about amazing. that. Yeah, amazing. It is amazing. So, yeah, so it's it's new people going in and paying, but also new businesses onboarding to get paid. Yep. And we what we know from technology adoption curves is when something like that happens, when you have a, a momentous change like that, people rarely revert back. 
You know, it's, I, I kind of liken it to Facebook, you know, Facebook was growing for many, many years. And then all of a sudden people got their parents and their grandparents on Facebook. And that was almost like that growth curve of that tipping point of like, once that adoption curve happened, the parents and grandparents don't go back. They don't go back to writing letters to their grandkids or calling them on the phone. It's, it's all in, in digital engagement at that point. Same thing with digital payments. Once businesses and consumers move into digital payments, they don't go back to cash and check. And so, you know, what we've really done um, during COVID and what we really see coming out of this, Brian, is that um, integrated receivables, online receivables are the equivalent of direct consumer um, deposit um, for small businesses. So if you think about it, you know, you and I are, you know, back when you actually had a regular paycheck and you weren't this, you know, independent mogul here, Brian. Um, but, you know, I remember every, you know, every two weeks you get paid, right? You link your consumer. I didn't always get paid. It. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. So, um, you know, yeah. So, you, you know, you go in, you fill out the HR paperwork, you put in your bank account number, your routing number, and every two weeks, your employer directly deposits those funds into your account. So you have capital to pay your bills and, yep. and invest and do those things. The same is true in small business banking. You know, they need a way to get paid, to deposit their funds and the access to their capital. How that used to take place was traditionally um, accepting cash from, from customers or maybe check. And I'm talking about service-based businesses, you know, people not like, not like physical retailers, if you will. Well, as the, you know, the decline of check and those in-person moments of capturing payments and things like that have, have started to go away, the, the need for businesses to get paid has not. Yeah. And so the way we look at our application is with our digital invoicing tool and our, our secure payment link, it's basically direct deposit for a business owner. Now they can hook that up. It's hooked up to their existing business checking account. When customers pay them, money goes right back into their, into their account. They have access in for their payables. They have access to the capital to grow their business, et cetera, et cetera. So we really look at ourselves as kind of the next generation of automating the way businesses get paid and extending out a checking account to now accept electronic payments from customers as part of a standard business banking feature. Well, it sounds like a very timely product. Let's talk about small business for a while. Um, sure. You're in the Dallas-Fort Worth market, right? That's right. How, how's small business handling it down there, the whole COVID situation? You know, Texans are, are independent. We've, uh, you know, we a had the tough, original- pretty, Tough group, no doubt. Yeah, tough group. We, we had the original salon owner that was, you know, kind of like, you know, fighting COVID that, uh, that everybody kind of rallied behind. So, you know, in general, um, Texas is very pro-business and, and people remain, um, I would say business remains strong in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Um, but, you know, with autobooks, I actually get the kind of the luxury, if you will, of seeing the whole perspective of we have financial institutions, you know, installed across the country and to see how people, people respond. And the one thing that I'll say is business owners are completely resilient. You know, they will, if anybody in this country will find a way to move forward, it's small business owners. I mean, yeah. some of the stories that we've had come through have been almost, you know, like I was doing a webinar one time and I was recounting some of the stories like early, like in April during COVID. And I started crying during the webinar because of some of the stories of, of resiliency. But you see, um, like probably one of my favorite stories is we had a, a little a business owner in North Carolina and she has an antique store, you know, like one, one of the ones like the standalone stores, it's part of like a strip mall or what have you. And all of her business was going to that antique store, buying goods and services from her She's in her 50s, 60s, like not an Amazon reseller, probably not ever going to be an Amazon reseller. Her business was in that local community. Well, as of like March 17th, her business, people could come in. As of like March 18th, people could no longer go into her business. She was effectively out of business. 
So because AutoBooks was installed at her financial institution, she enrolled online. It took her six minutes to enroll. She was approved to start accepting ACH credit debit card payments within an hour and was basically online and ready to go. Which, she, which financial institution was that? You got to give them a plug. Yeah. First Bank in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. First yeah. Bank in North Carolina. And because of that, she took the secure payment form link that we generate for her and she started to put it on Facebook, Brian. She created a digital catalog. She calls it her digital catalog. She started posting pictures of her inventory with prices and our secure payment link. And customers started to buy and kept buying and kept buying and kept buying. So the, physical, I, the physical stores closed and she's selling virtually. She's selling virtually. I've talked to her a couple of times since, you know, and so there was kind of two conversations. I was like, one, um, this is great. You know, just love to hear your feedback on what's going on. And she's like, hey, because of First Bank and giving me the ability to get paid online, she's like, I never would have thought about this as how my business would operate, but I was able to pivot and I didn't have to do a PPP loan. And she's like, I'm proud to say, you know, I've replicated about 85, 90% of my business revenue at that time year to date. She's like, but whenever I come back, I'm going to have both now. I'm going to still do business physically, but I'm also going to continue to do business digitally. And she's like, I think I will grow coming out of this. So that was point one. Second point, I said, you know, you could do this through Facebook directly. They have Facebook marketplace. You could yep. hook up and like, what? I'm just curious. Why not? And she said, why would I trust Facebook with my money? You yeah. know? And I think there's a lot of business owners like that. She said, I trust First Bank. And, you know, when we talk to business owners, we hear that a lot. We hear business owners trust their financial institution. They just don't have, many times the financial institution just doesn't have all the needs or capabilities that, that they need to be able to accept digital payments. So they're having to revert to a PayPal or having to go to Square or QuickBooks in some cases they, because the financial institution just doesn't have a solution for them. So you know, you kind of asked me how business is going in Dallas, but like across the country, we just see resiliency and business owners just like finding any way they can uh, to keep cash coming in the door. I, I would agree. I think resiliency is probably the, the the word of the year because the small business owners in this market in Virginia are doing the same thing. Yep. And we have another house up in Matthews, Virginia, a very small town. Um, you know, they're all, they're all making do. They're, they're yep. figuring out new ways yep. to do business. And the interesting thing is the customer bases are, are, are open to adoption, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you mentioned, you mentioned, um, you know, some of the statistics on e-commerce. Mm -hmm. One of the, the, the really nice aspects of this pandemic is I'm not hearing the word millennial as much, right? Yeah. It used to be, yeah. we have to have millennial for, you know, we have to have uh, digital for the millennial market. That's how sure. we're going to grow. Well, you know, now the 90 year old is leaning on, you know, remote deposit capture um, and, and, and your technology is that an older business owner, like the one you described, you know, they're, they're rethinking how they do business and they're realizing that there, there can be reduced friction. And in the case you just example, there could be opening new channels that will ultimately drive their bottom line. So the ones that hang in there that take advantage of digital are going to, are going to do well. And it's, it's heartwarming to see the community banking space. The banking space has always caught a lot of hell as being the enemy, right? But in this PPP loan thing, um, they've really stood tall. And there are a lot of bankers out there that are doing things that they, they've never done before. Uh, in some cases, they've always done really good stuff, but the story has never been told. Now the story is really getting out there and we're seeing the impact. Um, any, any banks or clients other than the one you mentioned that you think are just doing a great job with helping you know, customers survive this? 
Yeah, sure. I mean, so we, like, like I said, we have banks and credit unions across the country, both banks and credit unions doing a really good job. Um, some of our early clients that have always done well, Choice One um, Bank out of, you know, up in, up in Michigan, we've got Community Choice Credit Union, Forefront, Forefront Credit Union up in Michigan. Those are kind of, we're bounded out of Detroit. Those were some of our early clients and just have always been there for us and, you know, just done a tremendous job. We onboarded TD Bank uh, this spring. and That's a biggie. Yeah, it's a big one. It's been it's been great, and they've been super receptive and um, uh, actually kind of pulling our project ahead because they recognize the opportunity to help their business owners and help. Really, what was interesting with them, a lot of the original impetus and push was uh, nonprofits needing a way to collect payments online, and we've had a big push from nonprofit clients uh, actually coming online and not you know nonprofits in general at financial institutions. And then here, re- really, that kind of the last quarter of this year, a lot of our, our partnership with Q2 has mm-hmm. been, um, you know, really taken off. And so Q2 with their new marketplace and really making it much simpler for fintech vendors like ourselves to integrate, to go to market with them and to also make it simpler for their businesses. I mean, sorry, their financial institutions to acquire fintech and integrate fintech solutions. That's been that's been taken off for us. So. We um, we've got a couple of uh, we had a couple of really key updates here towards the end of the year as well that we'll be leaning hard into next year. So we actually you know AutoBooks as a product was one singular back office tool for a business owner, mm-hmm. so they could come in, sign up, enroll, be underwritten to start receiving payments. They could send digital invoices, accept payments to the secure payment form link, pay bills, automate bookkeeping, access financial reports. We have integration into Gusto for, for, for um, payroll services and things mm-hmm. of that nature as well. So really everything a business owner needs. Uh, what we found though, is that about 70% of our utility was all receivables focused. Yeah. So business owners, I mean, they wake up every day basically saying, how do I get paid? Yeah, chase the money. Yep. They don't necessarily wake up every day saying, how do I, you know, make it easier to do bookkeeping or automate bookkeeping or things yeah. like that. We, we definitely do well and excel with that. Um, but they they wake up every day wanting to know how they get paid. And so here, I guess about 30 days ago, we actually broke out our invoicing and soon to be our payment form uh, capabilities to be standalone modules. So now what we're doing, Brian, is we're integrating our invoicing module directly into digital banking providers. So it acts mm-hmm. as a standalone feature. So I liken it to bill pay. You know, yep. we, we rushed to get bill pay out the door um, everybody integrated bill pay and made it really easy for businesses to move money out of the financial institution. Yeah. You can, you know, create your payees, you can schedule payments and poop, money goes away. Uh, invoicing though, we look at as like the exact inverse of that and more beneficial, quite frankly, to the, to the business owner and also the financial institution. Right. So now a financial institution can just launch our invoicing module a business owner can come in, sign up, send, I could send you a digital invoice. You could pay me, goes right back into my business account. And that's it. That's the only capabilities. The good news for the bank though, is that grows deposits. So we're closing, we're, we're compressing days outstanding because digital invoices matched up with a debit card, credit card, or ability to pay through direct bank account, get paid about 30, 40% quicker than a physical based invoice, which is great for the business owner. Also good for the financial institution because that money's now coming back to them. It's not sitting in a virtual wallet somewhere and it's growing deposits for the financial institution. And most importantly, it's growing non-interest fee income. So there's interchange created for every transaction. And then we revenue share that back with the financial institution. So as financial institutions are looking to go into budgeting season or, or a year next year where budgets are going to be tight 
and they're going to look to reduce expenses and try to find ways to grow non-interest fee income because lending volume, you know, and demand is going to be down. We're a really great solution to deploy because we can help, you know, financial institutions grow non-interest fee income yep. um, with, with little to no expense. So it's really exciting. We breaking that out. We, we think that's going to have a huge impact and letting it's, it's just so much simpler for the business owners to absorb as well. It's like, oh, send an invoice. You know, that's it. That's all I have to know. That's all I have to think about. I need that. Let's go. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that uh, that you're doing that. Have you talked to uh, Atlantic Union Bank here in Richmond, Virginia? About 20 uh, I, I haven't. I haven't personally. Somebody from a from find, find out. Talk to your sales guys. Um, yeah. Because I know some people there you ought to talk to. That's my bank. I've been with them for years. Their, their former CEO was an ABA chair. Oh, cool. And you ought, to, you ought to look at um, Old Point National Bank, too, in Hampton, Virginia. I'm the chair of a nonprofit here, and I can tell you managing cash right now, receivables in this economy, is a nightmare. And our bank, nightmare. our primary bank is Old Point. So it'd be good gotcha. for them. Maybe I need to make a call, too. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Listen, it's been, uh, it's been great talking to you. I mean, you guys are just, you guys are just on a ride, I can tell. Yeah. And you're, you're obviously <laughs> thriving. Now, you were on the product side. Now, you're on the marketing side. Right. Yeah, I've I've actually enjoyed the the switchover. So you know, just kind of being in this in this industry for so long, uh, working in digital banking products probably for the last 10, 15 years or so, doing the original deal with CSI and GZO to integrate GZO, and then moving to the Bano team, Jack Henry, and now at AutoBooks. When I first came to AutoBooks, it was you know helping. Uh, at the time, we had a, a different design of the application, and so kind of helping you know, take it to, to a new, to our new foundation, redesign the application, get it into market. We kind of rebranded the company and, and also, you know, just started to build out some more digital assets. And I really just got the marketing bug, quite frankly. And I, it's something that I always, you've wanted. always had it. You yeah. Know. I always, yeah. I always wanted to do, but it's, um, I love connecting the actual value of the product back into the marketing message and not having marketing say one thing, but the product do something else. So I feel like my product roots really just help on the marketing yep. side, you know, kind of know what to push out. And, what, and what that's, that's driving your conversations with your end users. The fact that you're right. having an engagement with one of your, you know, business customers themselves, that yep. says a lot about you as a guy and a marketer and also something about the brand. So yeah, that, that's, yep. that's good stuff. Well, listen, I do appreciate it. Um, I'll be putting, putting this out on YouTube any, any day now and I'll share it cool. on, uh, on Spotify too. Uh, so before we end any last any last thoughts? Anything you want to share? No, man. Thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, we look for, man, I think 2021 for Badass Banking may be, may be popping yeah. off here for you, you, so. you. You never know. I mean, I've had a lot of people that have come back to me and said, you know what? I appreciate the intro. I appreciate the mention. I actually got a meeting with so-and-so because of it. That's what I'm trying to do here. I'm just trying to drive. And you know me long enough. Number one, I got a big mouth. Number two, I enjoy the social aspect. Sure. But I really thrive on connecting good people. Yeah. Yeah. You're and, great at that. You're great at that. Collaboration is the way we're going to win this game. And collaboration is what's going to help the banking community survive and it's going to benefit the customer, be it retail or business. Yeah. So maybe we need to have a, a badass small business banking event. So I'm ready for it anytime. Just send right, a check for $20,000. I'll give you my, <laughs> my mailing address. Good seeing you. We'll talk again soon. Good to see you, Brian. Take care.